This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Dead Alive, Gone with the Blood. This movie's just like Chris, gross and adorable. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Troy. I'm back. Yay. I wasn't not we, digging graves last week. Yeah. Yeah, we missed you. I, we don't say this very often, Brett, but but we missed you. Did you fart in my spot? I told you. Fart if you're lucky. <laughs> I felt it. Shart if you're not. Poo. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I, I have a feeling that RCB attacked you with a movie, but missed because you you dodged by not showing up. Well played, grave digging. Were you out there with uh, Dave Matthews? Heavens no. Here, he's a grave digger. I don't follow. Yes, and. <laughs> He has a song. Mm, I knew that. Yes. yes. Called Grave Digger. Oh, I didn't know that. He has a song. Yeah. One. Just the one. Just one song. They all do kind of sound the same. Like ACDC. No, you missed your chance to rant about ACDC. <laughs> There's always a chance to rant about ACDC. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Sorry, RCB, but this... this Week we had Sorry, but hey, I still hate ACDC, so there's that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the that the uh, episode uh, description says that you changed your mind about ACDC because of this movie. It's oh, a direct quote. Movie. Yep. Because uh, you don't show up, we get to put words in your mouth. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You do show up, we put other things there instead. Oh like my! Ball gag. Ball gags. Per- perfect. So, yeah, this week we watched uh, Brain Dead slash Dead Alive, as suggested to us by Brett Sontag, two-legged, two-legged bringer of destruction. That's my cousin. Yeah. It, I, I need you to answer this truthfully, though. Is it your actual cousin, or is this just a bit? Because I don't know. Step cousin. Step cousin? That's a real thing, yes, sir. Okay. Because I assumed it was just a bit the whole time until Chris told me last week. And I was like, wait, no, what? No, I really have a step cousin named Brett Sontag. We played a lot of Mega Man when we were kids. Yeah, so I was made to look like a fool. He was. Yes. We had a good time. Because you weren't here. I was, You're a good time because I'm not here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this this is what the Peter Jackson joint. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Pre Lord of the Rings. He's that man what made them hobbits. And he, did he do Frighteners too? I think so. Okay. And Frighteners, Frighteners. Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, I and stole some of your thunder. Thank you. No, it's it's uh, the Frighteners two, Beach. the Harlem Shake. Because you know my Boogaloo. That's that's a good that's a good joke, Troy. <laughs> Uh, Parkinson's is funny. It's not. <laughs> so, so cold open over. Start, Chris, you're gonna read out of your book, nerd. 
Yeah, probably. Where, where does this movie start, Chris? The beginning. Towards the middle. I know, I'm pretty sure there's a title card. There's a, a place card that tells us exactly where this movie starts. Yeah. Skull Island. It's Subatara. Yep. In, in 1957, for some very specific reason. It was the 50s. It was the time then. But why 57? I don't know. Why not? Yeah. Okay. You've convinced me with your with your your nuanced argument, Chris. Cut you, could you, fucker? I learned a lot about debate when I was younger. You didn't learn shit about nothing. You learned about reading books. Uh huh. That's something. Did you? Did you shut up? The debate. Um, I'm not setting you up for that. <laughs> I'll debate you now. Get reading. Uh. Anyway, so at Sumatra, some Mm-mm. do guy. Ah, Troy said Skull no. Island, which was southwest of the island of Sumatra. Oh right. Yeah, fuck, man. Did what did you watch the fan? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's one of my favorite movies. The fan. Yeah. It's seventeen hours long. That's a real movie. Like, I think it stars yeah. Michael Douglas. I don't know. That part I might be making up. <laughs> right, right. Michael Douglas lives in the fan. We got it. And uh, So if you'll stop getting interrupted. So Professor Zuman's there. Wait, to, you mean Indiana Jones? Yeah. Let's call him uh, Minneapolis yeah, Bill. <laughs> Minneapolis. I, I, if I knew any provinces in New Zealand, I would use one of those, but I don't. So Minneapolis Bill. He's got a cage, and him and his guide are taken. He's got a bamboo cage with a box, in, a cardboard box inside of it. Mm-hmm. And it takes two of them to carry this, like, you know, litter style, like with the, the two of the poles and everything. For a while. Yeah. Yes. And then some... Uh, it's a bloody monkey. Aborigines, I guess, show up. I'm not Racist. Real sure. You mean some problematic ab- Aboriginal depictions show up? Yeah. Yeah, quit appropriate their culture. And they, uh. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's what Chris did. Yeah. It's true. You can see the writing credit I have in this movie where it says problematic <laughs> stereotypes. That, that was my. <laughs> Christopher, Christopher, Christabel Aloysius Reynolds. <laughs> C.A. Reynolds. And uh, so Minneapolis Bill is like, don't worry, guys. I've got paperwork for this. It's totally cool. And they uh, and don't they're respond. Like, Fuck your paperwork. They rip that shit up. Yep. So he gets his other paperwork. Zoologically uh, necessary okay. machine gun. <laughs> and uh, shoots at him and then runs off no but then he like cuts the handles off the box and just picks up the damn thing and carries it himself because he couldn't before yeah it was too heavy until all that adrenaline okay no, it was like his child was trapped underneath the car yeah if have you ever car... shot your gun at Chris's racism before gets the blood yeah. pumping shot um. something at it Gross. Genetic material. Go ahead, Chris. 
I was gonna go with slingshot, but yeah, that works too, I guess. So they uh they're heading off to meet up with the rest of the expedition at the Jeep. And there's a, a harrowing escape. But it was short like a, a uh oh, what the hell was that animal from uh Cannibal Ferox? Tapir? Yeah, the tapir. It needed a tapir to drag along behind the Jeep. <laughs> No, this was made in the 90s. They couldn't kill animals on film in the 90s. Yeah, they were nominally more woke at that point. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they uh, they make their daring escape, but old Minneapolis Bill gets bit. And all the guides, uh, they're like, don't worry, we have a medical procedure for this. Heck, heck. And they, and they cut off the limb uh, above the bite. Which they think is only in one spot, and then they spot it somewhere else and cut off another limb, and then they spot one on his forehead, and they're like, oh, well, there's only one treatment for that. Cookies. Mm-hmm. Beheading. Beheading. And then they finish the delivery to the airplane that's taking it to the New Zealand Zoo. And the man gets a dollar. <laughs> one American dollar. dollar. Yes, I sh- I'm sure the currency they use in New Zealand is American dollars. It looked like an American dollar. They use New Zealand dollars. Yeah, just saying. What? I'm sorry I didn't pause and study the the money in the movie closer. I am too, Chris. To Bell. We, we know what we know what they're doing next time. There's a money feature in the movie. Chris is gonna bitch about it. Yeah, I got that's really, not money right. I really got worked up emotionally about it. <laughs> yep, you can hear in his voice, people. You hear him flying off the handle. I'm full of visceral rage. You need to calm down. <laughs> He's got that edge. Wilding out. So now we're back in the place we're at in New Zealand proper. The couch, uh, Wellington, I believe. And we meet up uh, with. A young lady. Paquita. Pharmacy lady. Little girl. Mm-hmm. And she works at uh, some sort of general store kind of thing. Like, I don't know, could one say maybe a bodega? Brothel. One of those is far more accurate than the other. Well, she did have a nice dress on. Brothel. And, uh... She's into one of the delivery men, so she asks her grandma to read her crazy tarot cards to see if that's the her the, highly specific tarot her cards. man. And grandma says that nah, you're gonna fall in love with a guy, but it ain't that guy. And then this is the star is important because he'll be marked with the sign of the star. But ignore the oppression. Mm-hmm. Always ignore the oppression. Mm-hmm. It's easier that way. An obsession. Oppression by Calvin Klein. Chris is oppressive. And then after the reading, another uh, guy shows up. Mike he- Johnson. Mm-hmm. And he or is... Or would you uh, prefer Uller? Uller Johnson. So he's there, and he's... Uh, He's a bumbling gentleman. He knocks over various fruit displays and whatnot. It was, it was just apples. Does he, knock, does he knock apples into other apples? 
Mm-hmm. Did the apples knock around the wrong way, Chris? Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. That seemed all I mean, right. If you're going to compare them, if you're going to compare these apples to other apples, or possibly to oranges. No, you can't do that. Yeah, it's an improper that's, comparison. They're both good that's, throwing fruits. That's impossible. Chris fail English. That's impossible. And uh, read your book, Four Eyes. So he knocks over a display at the counter, which makes the sign of the star. So old, I forget it the already. Little girl. So little girl's little. like, oh, this is the one. He's the man for me. And he heads home to wait for the delivery, I guess. And we meet his mom, who is a uh, horrible, shrill woman. Well, she's kind of shrill, but she kind of talks like this, too. Yeah, I don't know, like, she's shrill in spirit. Yes. And you see that uh, he's a real mama's boy. Oh, yes. Because yeah, she's got a she's got me with a WLWL. He didn't mm-hmm. kill all the Beatles. And all well, uh, I mean, Ringo's dead, but. Or Paul is dead. I'm sorry. Paul's been dead for a long time. Yep. Ever since Abbey Road. But uh, that conspiracy theories aren't jokes, Brett. That's serious business. But uh, dot. So the little girl brings the delivery, and they uh they hit it off because her dog jumps on him. I thought the dog was gonna hurt the man. He was gonna hump then the man. He didn't. And they decide they're gonna have themselves a little uh a little date and head off to the zoo. For some eroticism. Erotic zoo time. And there's a stupid joke about her accent. Like to the like she zoo she confuses zoo with you. Cause Comedy. Fat, Cultural yeah, differences. Comedy? And there you know, they're hanging out at the zoo. Having a good time. And they're checking out the monkeys when the uh the Sumerian rat thing, whatever the fuck it was. Rat monkey. Su- Sumatran rat monkey, Chris. Yeah. It at one of the regular monkeys. Well, it, it knocked its ass out, stole its food, and then ripped its arm off and ate the arm. I like it. Yep. And then the zookeeper runs up and he's like, oh man, <laughs> that's not cool. And then he yells at it and tells him the story about where they came from. You know, with all the monkey rape. <laughs> Big old rats come off a boat and raped all the monkeys. Now we have these. You put the rats and the monkeys in a barrel together, and eventually they mate, and then they develop a taste for each other. And then you gotta do you something. It's boring monkeys. in a barrel. I've spent a lot of time in a barrel. That doesn't surprise me. Head first or foot first? Kind of like middle first. So like butt first? The other way. Mm, that makes wow, sense. flexible. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's really, got really flexible hip flexors. I made a spaghetti. Go ahead, Chris. So, uh, turns out mom followed him to the zoo because she doesn't trust in, uh, 
I don't know, relationships or something. Well, because if her son loves anybody else, he'll leave her because she's terrible. And why would he stay stay anywhere near her? And uh, she gets bit by the rat monkey and then crushes its fucking head for good measure. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. With its little, like, boba eyes. And just know that whenever something happens to something and there's some sort of gore shot... The movie, uh, movie really, really goes all in. Yeah. Well, we had the claymation rat monkey, which was awesome. And then, yeah, then, like, she stomps that thing, and it's, like, it's, like, those little toys where you squeeze them, and, like, their eyes and their tongues, like, bug out and stuff. That's kind of fun. We call those hugs. So she heads home. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No one knows that respond to that, Brad. Sorry. Yeah, that was that's cool. Way to give us a Sh- shut it a dead shut. answer. So, mom heads hey, at home. At least it's hugs and not drugs. I mean, kind of both. He, I mean, he's from Middletown, so you know you're getting one or the other. It's not a fifty-fifty ratio. Mostly drugs. No, Go ahead. Most, yeah, mostly drugs. <laughs> So mom's home. They call the nurse lady over, and she's like, "Yeah, that's no, no. probably fine." No, no. First, no, they don't even call the nurse lady. She she gets bit. They go home, and in the middle of the night, she her arm just like squirts nasty pink pus across the room, and you know he comes in and he's all like, "Yeah, you know, Uther's all like, oh, it's a great day outside, Ma." And just he opens up the curtains, and she's like, Bleh. and he's like, "Oh, you don't look so well. Let me call the nurse." She's probably it's fine. Like the, the wound like pulses at him, which wounds should not pulse. That's ever. a general rule. But they do yeah. sometimes. I mean, I have blood from a pulsing wound, but that's because it was like an artery. Chris is an artery. And yeah. uh, so little little girl shows up with the dog to say hi after their date. And uh turns out that... uh. Mom was very hungry. So she ate the dog. Not all of it. Most yeah. of it. Oh, you you missed the whole, like, uh, luncheon with uh, the Wellington League of Women Leaguers. I thought I, that was after that. No, she eats the dog after that. It all blurs together. What with all the violence. Don't gloss over things, Chris. You can't gloss. Yeah, glossy. This is going to be a Matt podcast. <laughs> Okay, so they they have the lunch then. Yep, and the uh, she squirts like more pus into some dude's custard. I like that like, part where she eats her own great. ear. Uh, yeah, he, he eats her pus, which was nice and gross, and she totally creeps out the uh, the women. Well, into the league of women leaders, and uh, and they then they had they had off and then. Little girl shows up. A little woman shows up. Let's go with little woman because little girl just sounds creepy. Too Fair creepy enough. for me. Chris is creepy. Yeah. So after the dog gets at son heads to most a of it. Local uh, veterinarian Nazi. Well, no, he she pretty much eats all of it, but then she starts choking on it, and he pulls out the pelt from her throat, 
which was nice and gross. There's a big old dog eight stain on the bed, too. Yeah. Poor puppy. So off to local reasonable veterinarian clinic. Yeah, who's totally not a Nazi, except for he's nope. a Nazi. Is he a taxidermist or a vet? Both. Yeah. Because it looked like he was doing taxidermy when <laughs> when they when they first show him. I believe I called him Nazi Bubbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, Is that he, the other Tiny Tim song? Yeah. No, he's, sorry, the, the, he's, the, he's, he's the guy from the show. Trailer Park Boys? Never seen it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know, I'm terrible. Ugh. I haven't even seen Parks and Rec. You, Trailer Park Boys is better. I watch Twin Peaks. You have to watch Trailer Park Boys now. <laughs> okay. It's only fair. It sounds like a fair trade to me. It's pretty great. Quid pro quo. How much time do you want to spend talking about Trailer Park Boys? I feel like this is more than enough already. What about now? Oh, why not? Should we talk about it now? No, and then. So, uh, Nazi veterinarian gives him a giant glass jar of tranquilizer. <laughs> that's what it's called. Because it, that's what's, yeah, and we know that because the side, there's a label on the jar that says tranquilizer. Right next to the poison. Well, no, next to the other bottle of tranquilizer, which is next to the bottle of poison. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have my bottle straight. That's right. I pulled a Chris. How do, you, how do you drink, Brad, if you don't have your bottle straight? I bite through the bottom of the bottle. So you, so you bite through the bottom of the bottle, then you pop the top and shotgun it that way? Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> and I think I'm telling everything way out of order. Knock your head! Because I don't know. Troy will jump all over your shit, don't worry. Because... The mom ends up. Well, she attacks the nurse, killing the killing the nurse, but turning the nurse. Yeah, she pretty much cuts her head off. Yeah, it's, it's she's like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, she's got like a hinge in the back still. You know, for flopping, and for you know shooting pus out. And then yeah, so yeah, so he locks up the the mom and the nurse in the basement, and goes off to get the tranquilizer. See, it did miss a part. Glossy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now they're all tranked out in the basement. And well, he, he well, first the nurse attacks him and he like jabs it into her eye, and that drops her. But then the mom comes after him and almost kills him. But he has so he drives the tranquilizer needle up her nose into her brisbane that way, right into yeah, right into her brisbane and uh, Bane. which is which is in Australia. And then uh, injects the tranquilizer directly into her brain pan. So he, uh, That's how the pros do it. Yep. He tries yeah, like, to... He goes for veins like in their arms or their feet when you can just go right into the brain pan. Yeah, that's idiot shit. Just put it right in your brain. Yeah, you get, you get the tranquilizer up one nose and the Narcan up the other and you're good to go. We're all fucked up on Narcan. <sighs> So, anyway. Yeah, does he ever, ever die from an overdose of Narcan? <clears throat> they bring him back with heroin. <laughs> yeah, the circle of life. He's had too much Narcan. Give him some dope. So, uh, somehow or another, some methadone. mom escapes. 
No, you have to revive methadone overdoses with Suboxone. See, these things I don't know. It's just a different drug to get you off drugs. That's... So, it's like the drug appetizers, the drugs that get you ready for the other drugs? Yeah. Like a backwards appetizer gets you not wanting the other drugs. It's like when you eat too much bread. Yeah, you have all you eat a big steak and then they send you jalapeno poppers. You're like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? I'd fucking eat them. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I'd make a big sandwich with no meat, just like roll them all up in the middle of the steak. Ooh, like a reverse burrito. But steak. <laughs> no tortillas. Yeah, what if you're like wrapped a steak around burrito fillings and ate that? That'd be it. I think we have an idea here, guys. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> we need to give the up this podcasting dream and make um, reverse burritos. Somebody mail that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how copyrights work. Uh, anyway, mom escapes the Trank dungeon and gets hit by a train, so now she's, quote, dead. So they gotta have a funeral service for her. And, uh... All the wackiness ensues. Yep. And the son tries to trank her out again before she comes back, so he can come back later. And trank her some more. That doesn't work yeah. so well. Yeah, cause he, and he's acting weird the whole time. And we yeah, get to meet, uh, we meet Uncle Rapey. Yep, and Father McGruber! Yeah. It's pretty great. I liked Uncle Rapey's haircut. So, uh, as he's trying to trank Mom out before the, as the service is going, she comes to, and they, uh, come crashing through. It looks like he's trying to sleep with her. Yeah, it's weird. Corpse? Yeah. Would you say it's necromantic? Kinda. Yeah. Troy knows. You don't know. I don't. I don't know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Do you hear the way you click, Chris? So, after uh, that fiasco and night falls, he heads back to the cemetery because he's going to dig his mom up and take her back home. And some local street toughs are there drinking bottles of liquor with their duck butt haircuts. And they don't much care for grave robin. It's New Zealand sex pistols. Kind of. More like the, the New Zealand uh Greece guys. I can't remember the I can't remember their gang name now. T Birds. The T Birds, yes. Brett's a pink lady. Shut up, yo Bart. <laughs> Does he have a bun in the oven? Yeah, but that's just what he calls pooping. I am heavy with child. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the head of the street tough decides that he's going to literally piss on his mother's grave because that'll show him his urine looks bad it shouldn't stick to rock yeah. like that <laughs> yeah it was like viscous and very yellow that guy needs to drink more water a lot more water very dehydrated and uh, mom shows her displeasure by grabbing him by the dick and mangling him, turning him Disemboweling into him. 
And now he's a zombie guy. And er everything is uh, not going well. There's now a bunch of street tough zombies. And mom. And just when things look their darkest. McGruber! Shows up. Yep. And he uh, spouts off with his famous line. He kicks ass for God. For That was close. To, par to paraphrase. To paraphrase. <laughs> or to misremember, whichever you prefer. Forget about it. And it turns out that uh, Father McGruber is a, a goddamn ninja. Yeah. And just he kicks the shit out Jackie of these Chan zombies. On <laughs> He's pulling off arms and snapping necks and flinging these guys everywhere. Arms. But then, unfortunately, he gets got. Now he's yeah. a zombie. And he gets impaled on some kind of statue. Yep. So, of course, like any reasonable citizen... Old, uh, whatever I was supposed to call him. Uller. Uller takes Ular. them all back to live as one happy zombie family full of tranquilizers. Yep. And they're, uh... They have a, they have a lovely fry up for breakfast. Yeah. He's, uh, feeding them zombie and gruel. Then, and then Uncle Rapey shows up. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Come man. Come here, let me touch you. I was totally supposed to get some of your money and stuff because your mom said it was cool. She just never put it in her will. Or mentioned it to me. So that's probably cool. Just give it to us. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that thing, cool. Yeah, whatever, just just get the fuck out of here. That, that's the main thing. And as he's trying to run off Uncle Rapey... There's some zombie intercourse. Yeah, and he zombie says... Zombie course. He says, what are you doing? You watching stag movies in there? Is it the one with the donkey and the chambermaid? Yep, that's a yeah, direct quote. Yeah, because it does kind of sound like a donkey going at Because it's the, what, Father McGruber and the nurse uh, going at it on the table as mm -hmm. zombies. They like each other. Yeah. They give themselves like mommy and... At that point. They gave each other mommy and daddy hugs. Or, wait, do, do priests, like, swear, like, Till death do us part to God, and so it's fine if he bones some chick after he's dead. Yeah, I think it's okay at that point. Okay. Because, so I mean, they, like, that's, I figure that's what everybody does since, you know, marriage is till death do us part. That after you die, you just go and just bone everybody that you can. Well, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, turns out, and. Zombies can have kids? Yes. And real fast, too. I was gonna, it's a pretty quick process. Weird, demented-looking kids. And so, uh... The, the zombie baby is born. Little, uh... Cutie pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes in a onesie? Yeah. <laughs> Weren't we all in which, some way or another born in a onesie? Which is the weirdest part, really. That yeah, like it just comes out with you know onesie. Where did the onesie come from? In utero. Yeah, maybe it's a zombie physiology thing. I don't know. 
And, we, need uh, more, we need more research into zombie physiology, apparently. Baby birthing. And so he does what anybody would do with their new zombie baby and takes it to the park? Yep. The feed for, it birds. For slapstick hijinks. Yeah, that gets really ridiculous really quickly. My favorite part but, is when they have the weird shots of obviously guy in suit. <laughs> you, you mean the attempts at forced perspective, Chris? Yeah, the attempts were made for sure. Yeah, I mean, he got better by the time they got to the Hobbits of Lord of the Rings. But yeah, he had to work on that. He had to practice his forced perspective earlier. And uh, uh, various zombie baby hijinks ensue. Which I think culminate. my favorite part's when the baby's on the the sees the tear totter, and he falls onto the other end of the tear totter, just launches the baby into the air. My favorite part is when he's beating the shit out of the yeah, baby. Yeah, I like that. I was gonna say I like yeah. it when he punches the baby. And the hobo guy is just like, yeah, punch that baby, whoop its ass, show it who's boss. There's probably a good reason for this. Uh, and we complete our uh, child abuse month. Thank you very much. With that, yeah, we didn't even try. You know, it was it was accidental, or maybe it's just every day, every week is child abuse week in horror movies. That might just be the way it works. We'll have to see next week. <laughs> you can find us on the Facebooks. And so uh, he puts his zombie baby in a sack and takes it home. After he beats it some more. But Uncle Rapey's there. He's like, hey man, I found your weird corpse sex thing you're doing. That's not okay. But what I'm going to do is... I'm going to call the police... Unless, you know, perhaps if someone were to give me some money, I would have an incentive not to call the police. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Wink. Audible wink. And so, somehow, seconds after that happened, a giant party erupts. Yep, no cell phones, but everybody's there. That's right. That's how shit worked in the 90s. It was a simpler time. In the 90s and you the get, 50s? In the 90s, 50s? Yeah, you get like your kid shows up and then play shows up and then you have a party. It's a real pajama jammy jam. They had the they had like crates of beer. Which probably was a 50s thing, actually. Yeah. Damn you, Prohibition. So now there's a house party. And uh oh yeah, it turns out that uh that little little woman broke up with him and was going out with some other guy she didn't like and they're walking by. Well that, it was that happened. The delivery guy. The delivery guy. Yeah. Uh, Rex. And, His name was Rex. And and he tells her all about how he went zoom 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 on the rugby pitch. Mm-hmm. Cause all he talked about the entire time we they showed him dating her was rugby. Yeah. And she's walking by, and she sees the house party. She's like, hmm, I'm going to go check that out for a reason. Kid play there? Yep. As alluded yes. to earlier. Yes. Brett will catch up, don't worry. Just give him some time. And, uh, I so, haven't listened to the podcast yet. So meanwhile, Uncle Rapey has locked uh, the guy in the basement with the the zombies. Ulof. Who's yeah. The, who's the Uller? Yeah, so he locked Udo Kier in the basement. Ugler. 
Uther. Uther Johnson. And a little woman Watch. shows up. And she's like, hey, man, where's uh, the name I already Uther. forgot? Uther. And Uncle Rapey's like, I don't know, but I'll totally rape you. And so she kicks him in the nuts. Yep. And she ends up downstairs where uh mother yeah and your she, mama Uther. and she meets the zombies and Uller's like oh, okay truth time I've kind of sort of got a bunch of zombies that live in my basement that's why it was all weird also there's a baby one and mom's kind of like got weird creepy long fingernails like she's starting to like become less human zombie and more something else. Yeah, monster zombie, a monster monster. And a uh, little little woman's like, "Hey, man, have you ever thought about, I don't know, not keeping them alive in the basement? That doesn't seem like a great plan." And he said, "Well, I do have this giant glass jar that says poison." We could try that, I guess. That might work. Let's shoot that into their brains. And then they poison them up and bury them in the floor. And the problem solved. For a few seconds. Turns out... He reads the back of the bottle. Yep. And somehow... Poison Poison is an animal stimulant. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I probably had watered into the bathroom at that point and missed that. But yeah. Nope. Yep. Turns out the poison is actually animal stimulants. And we don't know if it's a mislabeling or if it's like, you know, one and the same. Well, well I, I maybe think... you're supposed to stimulate the animal to the point where its heart explodes and then it dies, and that's how it's poisoned. It's more peaceful for them that way. Yeah, you gotta yeah. make them real anxious that's... and jittery right before they <laughs> that's go. gentler. I mean, yeah, it's always better when they go out with an erection, I mean. That's, be- that's better than that old sedative crap they dope them up with when they put them down. They need to get these animals really worked up until they die from being worked up. It's more humane that way. Yeah. Yeah. What's the opposite of cruelty-free chicken? Uh, you have it full of stimulants, I guess. I want really, really cruelly handled chicken for dinner. <laughs> I want my chicken to be probably- shot up with crystal meth, and then I'll eat it probably- after it dies. You probably produced some of that today, Brett. Crystal meth? Well, no, I mean chicken <laughs> that's been inhumanely killed. Yeah, we had a batch that had a bunch of feathers on it, and I was like, good God, what they do? Smack them with a hammer, throw them in the box, and just hope they'll die in transit? <laughs> they didn't say no. <laughs> I, is that how chicken consent works? We gotta save money somehow. The trick is you ask him after you hit him with the hammer. If you don't want to get hit with this hammer, make audible human speech patterns. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, some Supreme Court nominees should know these things. Topical. <laughs> Indeed. Tropical. So now we got ourselves some animal stimulated. <laughs> that, that came out weird. Now that we've got these animals stimulated. <laughs> zambies. So these zambies are all jacked up. On animal stimulant. And they, They're uh, all hopped up on animal stimulants. 
and they uh, decide the best course of action is to start mangling house party people. Yep. That seems like the standard zombie OP. And man, do they mangle some people. Yep. Yeah, they had a lot of fun during this part of the movie. And I think my favorite is the zombie that gets uh, uh, cleavered and electrocuted and burst into flames and probably something else. Oh, no. She gets dragged back to the wall with by having an electrical cord pulled on by someone else. Uh, that Sometimes poor, that their heads lady. pop. Yep. So there is uh, bits of people everywhere. Zombies in various states. Some guy gets his entire f- head skin ripped off. Yep. <laughs> and... Uh, Uller tries to run away at one point on the tile floor, but it's too slick from all the blood, so he just runs in place for a while until he realizes the floor is lava and just walks on the various body parts scattered around the floor instead. It's safer that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he finds he finds a corpse in the attic. Mm-hmm. Which apparently is a giant revelation for him that I guess we'll get to in a little bit. The old bathroom addict. That classic move. Yes. And, and oh, and uh, Rapey Uncle takes numerous other shots to the nuts throughout this period of the movie. Mm-hmm, which is good because he deserves it. He gets hit in the ding dong yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his nuts either going to swell up the size of watermelons or just shrivel and fall off. I'm not sure which it's going to be. He's up in his guts now. Yeah. He was a uh, reverse herniated. And while uh, while Juju Beer or whatever is in the attic, Uller, sure, Ulong, <laughs> he's up in the attic. The God of the hunt, and uh, little woman, Uncle Rapey, and some girl at the party. Four eyes. They have uh, kind of making their stand in the kitchen, where uh, Four Eyes gets bit. Yeah. By Lamphead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lamphead is the zombie whose face glows at certain points of the movie. Yeah. Because she's being electrocuted. It's like a jack-o'-lantern. Yes. And they uh, they leave uh, him to his, you know... Devices? And run off. And then they're... Uh, the two girls are getting accosted... And Uncle Rapey just slices and dices every zombie that comes at him. Yeah. Like, to the point that he's got, like, a big old, like, pile of, like, moving body parts. Just writhing in front of him. Yep. But we do find out that his hair is not real. Yeah. Yeah, it was a downer. Because Brett wanted that hair. But now you can have it, Brett. You can order it online. One Uncle Rapey wig, please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh so after the the revelation in the attic old uh udo falls out and is hung up, he's hung upside down by a wire where a, a sentient pile of guts is trying to murder him <laughs> yeah you've been ate by a pile of guts well a trachea like it's the pair of lungs 
some intestines and I guess the top of the trachea, the where the epiglottis is. That's all you it need, really. To attack him. It does spend some time looking in the mirror, which I thought was great. And so he uh, he manages to save the girls, and with. they had with uh, oh hell, I don't know. Uh. So let's flash back, Chris, to last episode, where Chris uh, made the assertion that the lawnmower was the least deadly mm. of uh, of items. I bet you feel like a real stupid dummy now, huh? No. <laughs> a lawnmower because just rolling around movie, chasing you is not dangerous. A weaponized lawnmower. Movie, <laughs> yeah, Uller straps a lawnmower <laughs> to his chest. And proceeds to slice and dice every zombie in the atrium. Yeah, it just kind of walks through them. And, man, it's, uh... It was gnarlier gnarlier than the end of the new Evil Dead. And it just goes on and on. Like, just, just like, body parts getting, like, pushed into lawnmower blades and just being, like, julienne fried. And, uh, let's see. Don't forget about that half a head in the blender. Yeah. Back in the kitchen. Oh, that scene oh, yeah, where they try to get that, the... Uh, they try to catch the baby in the blender. Will blend. And, uh... Old, uh, Four Eyes is now turning into, a uh, A zomboid. But the baby zombie... Shoves its head through the back of her head and pops out through her face... It's yeah. kind of driving her, which is pretty great. Yep, it's uh, uh, he was an homage. Uh huh. Maybe I should repeat myself. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, I was say I think uh, there's a certain scene in Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 that's an homage to this scene. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, while all this nonsense is happening, Uncle Rapey has made his way to the basement where old uh, old mom shows up. And mom's uh, mom's gone through some changes What from the amyloid stimulants. It was probably the menopause. She- she kind of looks like the Malbosian from uh, the Spawn movie. <laughs> yeah. Only and she's got big old titties and big old hips. Because she's like some kind of weird like caricature of like the female fertile form. And she uh, she takes Uncle Rapey and pulls his head and spine out the back of him. And turns him into a weird head spine monster. And, like uh, and a little woman gets gets her uh, time to shine when she gets attacked by him, and she finally gets her vengeance by grabbing him by the spine, spinning it around, and smashing it. Yeah, because she couldn't kick him in the nuts anymore because he didn't have nuts anymore. So now we're just down to little woman and Udo. Uther. And he's like, "Man, you should get out of here." Because uh, I ain't seen mom yet. And then mom shows up. Mom. And she's... Mom. Mom. She uh, is real big and chases him up the stairs. 
out to the roof. Yeah, but she just kind of goes, she just kind of goes up through the house, the stairs. She just kind of just goes up because she's a powerful zombie monster fertility goddess. And uh, this is when we get the the scene where she is confronted by the trunk corpses because mm-hmm. it turns out that she killed his dad and uh, his lover by drowning them both in the bathtub separate times I think I don't, time. it's weird I don't know and he no, watched I think, he, like, I think she drowned about the same time so wait her, his dad and his mistress were both in the bathtub but he was in the bathroom too so were they fucking in the bathtub with him watching yeah to teach him a lesson well I think no I think his mother was drowning both of them at once and he happened to wander in oh it was a punishment for spilling his drink at dinner he had to watch his parents do it I have no idea why this is in the movie to be totally honest for laughs yeah I I think it's just to make her even worse than she already was. She had told her son that her his dad died like saving his life from like a I don't know, like a car that ran into the river or something. And and no, no, she had just literally killed two people out of jealousy and her son had seen it. And he remembered when he saw the corpse in the attic. And he calls her on it, and she's like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm just going to unbirth you instead, and like pulls him into her uterus. Yeah. But that's okay, he's got the MacGuffin. Yeah, the star amulet we have not really mentioned at all. <laughs> yeah, there's a star amulet. It, it it only happens here, and doesn't make a lot of sense. But whatever. They showed it a lot mother, in the movie. But mom tries to kill a little woman, because... She's going to steal another man away from her. Yep. But he punches through her guts with the amulet. They uh, escape down the zip line of freedom. The belt, the belt zip line. And then the house burns down. The end. Happily ever after. Credits. Also, he doesn't need the amulet anymore. He throws it. Yep. Which is weird. So, Brett. What? What are your insightful words regarding this movie? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Before Brett gives his rating, I think we have a uh, uh, a listener's mail that we need to. This may be our first and only uh, listener's mail that we read on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like this would be the best time to address the question contained in this email. Okay. Let me get it. Hold and on. Chris is. Chris has to pull it up on his book. And this is from... Uh, Thwid, the first? Yes. We, we think. We're not positive, but we're pretty sure. What now? Who? Yeah. Recently, you've been using a new rating system. I can understand Nabra, but LitFam is a new one for me. As I am not fluent in douchebag, I was wondering if you all could explain this terminology. Thank you. Also... Thanks to your excellent sound system, we can all hear Chris's butt pucker every time Brett says those words. Take a week and treat yourself to a good movie. So, Brett, since you are the founder and originator of that nonsense phrase, Lit Fam Nabra. Yes, please. 
Well, lit fame. Let's see how can we how can we in layman's terms you say. Yeah. Lit. It's hot. It's on fire. It's good. Mm -hmm. Fame. Friends and family. It's lit fame. It's hot, my friends and family. It's good. It's lit. Fam. Okay. No, that's uh, that is an explanation. So, I so now we've it, clarified your rating system, Brett. What are your thoughts on this movie? I like it. Um, it's weird that it was made by Peter Jackson. You know the Hobbit guy. But uh, it's a it's a it's a good gore fest, but it's done very well. It's not too over the top. It's not. The, the writing is good, it's not stupid, it's not silly. It doesn't aggravate you, it's just very, very gory. And, uh, I don't know. It's one of the more, uh... Oh, I don't know what to say. Enjoyable. The, the, the more enjoyable, better put together, really, really gory movies from the 90s. How about now? Perfect. Um, no, I liked it. I liked everything about the... the. I need to look up the name of the guy. The uh, gore and monster creator, I think it was. was his, and it was his credit. Uh, no, Bob just really, Jenkins? Yeah, Bob Jenkins. Is that true, or are you just pulling shit <laughs> no, out of your I ass? I don't know, I just made that shit up. Alright, so yeah, Bob Jenkins. That's real. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it, was, it was pretty good. Lit fam. We'll, we'll go with lit fam. What do you think, Stink Dick? Uh, I'm assuming that's me. I could explain that one to you. Uh, I feel like that one's fairly self-explanatory. Uh, Peach's Eggplant. I like it. Stink Dick. It, it is... It is wildly over the top. Your assertion that this is not over the top is just not right. This oh, is... silly. Yeah, it's this is... just right. This is stupidly over the top in a really Fantastic. fun way. It takes itself just seriously enough that you'll go with the premise, but it's so ridiculous that there's no way you could... You would have to have a very weak constitution for this to make you feel uncomfortable about the gore because it's so ridiculous, but it's fun. It's zany, dare I say, madcap. Super funny, Ooh, that's, super gory. That's, that's strong language, Chris. <laughs> it's, Calm Sarnet. It is definitely of a similar vein of like, the second Evil Dead movie. Yeah. Where it's it's funny, but it's still creepy. And it's just so all in with it. it it's amazing they made this thing for as cheap as they did. It holds up pretty well. In even today's standards, you just don't see a lot of movies like this one, and I'm glad that we saw it. I say definitely watch this one if you haven't already. Lit fam, Mr. Troy. Um, well, this movie hit a lot of uh, my happy buttons. Uh, it has claymation. It has puppetry. It has a gratuitous model shot of the trolley in the capital of New Zealand for no fucking reason. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's zany. 
it's it's got some like fun attempts at forced perspective with the baby, like the most demonic looking baby I've seen in a while. Uh, this movie is just it is it is ridiculous and it is awesome and. If you have not seen this, you should totally watch it. And if you have seen it, you should probably go watch it again because it's really fun. Um, I can totally see like the DNA for this getting carried over into the Frighteners. Um, and like I said, little bits and pieces of it with with Lord of the Rings. Like I could see like you know the you know the attempts at force perspective being improved, replacing puppetry and claymation with CGI, and you have Lord of the Rings. It's fun. Um, yeah, this movie's amazing. I, for like for the budget it had, for being just like from at the time like nowhere New Zealand, like yeah, this movie is awesome, and I love that the 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 main actor is one of the leads in a show called The Almighty Johnsons, which is on Netflix. And if you like comedy and or Norse mythology, you should watch it because it's pretty good. And yeah, I watched this movie. It's good. So, Chris, what are we watching next week? Next week, we're watching Gravy, as requested by Christian LeBlanc. Who is also awesome, and congratulations, Christian, on having the 3D cover for the uh, Rick and Morty D&D issue 3D cover for, uh, having sold out already. So, uh, congrats on that. Yes, congrats. 3D art for comics. Yes. Congrat Ululations. Mm-hmm. So what if other people wanted to recommend movies based on delicious foodstuffs? How would they do that? You shutting up. Huh? You can also find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can find us on the Twitter under Slaughter Prince. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can internet us at slaughterhouseprincess.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, uh, Reddit, SHP Podcast, or slash or, or if you're Brett, you can go to r slash prison hooch and learn how to make uh, grape juice. And I want to make turtle wine. You discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com, store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. I think that's the whole mess. Did I, I talk over you while you were doing the Patreon? I don't know. I said them all again because I knew that I said one, so. Okay. Cool. Give us money. <laughs> yep. So, uh, until next week, while other podcasts think about movies, we are going to continue to drink about movies. Bye. Do <laughs> do